0: Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. It's your girl, Jessie Mae Peluso, coming to you live, loud, and in your motherfucking ear. This week, we're going to be talking about panic attacks, the movie It, and the movie Mother, and how I had panic attacks and had to leave the theater. (laughs) Stay tuned. This week's podcast is lit as fuck. Parental advisory warning. When I was young, me and my mama had beef, seventeen years old, kicked out on the streets. Go back at the time I never thought I'd see a face. Ain't a woman alive that could take my mama's place. Spin the hey shit It's a sharp-tongue podcast. I need to stop swearing, you know? It's like I'm an adult now. You can hear Carlin scratching myself in the background. Why do my dogs wait until Ugh <clears throat> you hear him? just flapping around back there. Why do my dogs, and my, my computer's going off. Why do my dogs wait until uh, I'm, I'm doing some work to do some shaking and itching and all that shit? Uh, I had my birthday. I, I was in Grand Rapids, Michigan this past weekend. Thank you to all you mother suckers who came out there. It was a wonderful time. At Dr. Grin's, the B.O.B., the big old building where people have died because the people can't figure out railings. It's like a fourth-story entertainment building, and uh, some people have fallen down stairwells. They get too drunk and they fall, and then they die. And uh, some people call it tragedy. I call it modern Darwinism. (laughs) Now this motherfucker's... Can you hear him sopping up water in the background? You probably can't hear it because these microphones are that amazing. Shout-out to Chris McClure uh, for helping me set up my podcast equipment for getting me an audio box for my day and for having a name that sounds like a character from Clue. So you got that going for you as well. I, are you done drinking water? Shit. I, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I what, what the hell's wrong with me? I sound like a um, mumbling teenager. I had a great time, Dr. Grin's thanks for everybody who came out uh, A guy rolled up on me in his wheelchair that was a first while I was performing. yeah, he was heckling a little bit. It was the Saturday late show, and uh I saw he was going to be a little bit of an issue because I was in the back of the room from the beginning of the show, and he was given the feature a little bit of issues and I was like all right i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to do something with this dude and so I get up on stage and he just lets loose. You know, he starts yelling stuff at me. I'm going to play you guys the clip a little bit. Uh, what happened (laughs) with the dude who rolled up on me in a wheelchair, (laughs) you know, at least this gig isn't boring. You know what I'm saying? Like at least, at least fun shit happens and things, things happen. You go, well, that's a first and I, I don't think that'll ever happen again. I doubt I'll ever get rolled up on a wheelchair by a very confident man whose legs don't work and who has a very great sense of humor. Jimmy, shout out to Jimmy in the wheelchair. It was a great weekend. Coming up, I'm going to be at the Ice House this Saturday, Los Angeles slash Pasadena, California. I'm going to be running my hour. I've started to run my hour already, planning for a special so, just working on that. It's going to be a great weekend. I've got my friend Mark Saratella coming out. Chris McClure is going to come out. A couple other of my comedian friends, special guests. So, come to that show at 8 p.m. If you want a chance to win free tickets, email me at sharptonguepodcast at me-me-me-me. And then I'm going to be in Sacramento at the Sacramento Punchline September 28th, 29th, and 30th. That's in Sacramento at the Punch Line. And then I'm going to be at LaSalle College, October 20th, in Massachusetts. And then um, I'm probably going to dress as a piece of toast for Halloween, because that's where my life is right now. <laughs> I, am, uh, I had a first happen last night. I'm going to say a first ever. I had to leave a movie because... It was too scary. Have never had this happen in my history, in my horror aficionado history. Have never, ever, 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 ever had to leave a movie. And I've seen everything. I've seen uh, just the goriest. You want to see a gory movie? Watch a movie called Inside. That's a gory movie. That movie's messed up. I've seen the most, I mean, Saw, I've seen all the Saws. Those are fucked up. Hostel's pretty fucked up. All these, like, outright gory, just grotesque, very bloody movies that I just sit right through. I eat, you know, I'll have fucking nachos and dip, and I won't even think twice about it. I'll eat pasta sauce while somebody's being gutted on the screen in front of me. But Mother, by Darren Aronofsky, I couldn't handle it. I had to walk out. I went with my friend Sarah, my friend and my neighbor Sarah. Shout out to Sarah Brown Carter for being my emotional support last night. Uh, I couldn't handle it. I started to have a panic attack. (laughs) And, you know, for those of you who have panic attacks, I know it's not funny. But the fact that I couldn't handle a movie, I walked out in the hallway and I was getting dizzy. (laughs) And I had to have my friend Sarah... She had a splash. She had to smack me in the face a little bit, and I had a splash of water on my face. And then I was just out in the hallway saying how I couldn't handle mother, and people thought it was like a fami- family problem, and it was just the the movie, and the way Darren Ar- Aronofsky films movies. I mean, Black Swan made me nauseous just from the way he films. It's so visceral. Like, it, there's something about how the cinematography, the storytelling, the composition the camera angles, the music, all of it put together leaves this visceral feeling in your being if you're someone like me, I guess. And maybe, maybe not everybody has this reaction to his movies, but I didn't even think about that going into it. I forgot that it was his film. And Black Swan kind of fucked me up for a few days. Uh, I literally got nauseous in the movie theater. I didn't throw up, but I felt like I could have. And so just the the tones of this film of Mother are so fucked up. And you don't know what's happening. You know, you're, you're literally, even at the, I didn't see the end. I, I read the synopsis online, on Wikipedia, and I was like, fuck you. You know, fuck you, Darinovsky. There's no way that I, I probably should have read this shit before because it's so fucked up. You know, and it's like, those gory movies are, are scary for a lot of people because people can't handle grotesque vision you know, grotesque visions or grotesque uh, types of movies where it's it looks so real, someone's legs getting chopped off and that sort of thing. But this is psychological. This gets into your soul. <laughs> Let me read you... Okay, if you want to see Mother and you don't want a spoiler alert, turn the podcast off because the, I'm just going to read a last paragraph, Okay. And and you guys can can get your own build your own uh, opinion on it, okay? Mother makes her way to the front. This is from Wikipedia, by the way. Mother, uh, the synopsis on Wikipedia: Mother makes her way to the front where she sees the hacked corpse of her child and sees the crowd eating its flesh. I mean, do I even even need to go on? that sentence i'm sweating (laughs) that sentence just made me i'm literally sweating from my neck okay i'll read a little bit more oh god furious at them oh furious really furious they're eating your baby miss i think furious is a little bit of an understatement um furious at them she calls them murderers and begins stabbing them with a with a shard of broken glass they turn on her as they should i mean they're like miss you're interrupting our dinner And not for nothing, it's delicious. Have you had, baby? It's so tender. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) They turn on her, beginning to strip and beat her until him intervenes and stops it. Oh, God, where was he in the beginning? Where was this guy when they were making a sandwich out of your kid? Mother escapes the grasps of the crowd and makes her way to the cellar where the furnace oil tank is. Oh, here we go. A woman scorned, despite hymns, pleas for her to stop. Mother lights the oil on fire and destroys the crowd and the house. I mean, this just sounds like a police report of something that went on in Florida last Friday. Let's be honest, <laughs> this is just this is just somebody's transcribe of a police scanner in uh, Jacksonville. Okay, uh, <laughs> it was so so heavy. And, you know, only through the past year have I had a couple of these panic attacks. And so I felt it coming on, and I literally had to have my friend slap me in the face a little bit. I was like, this is going to sound weird, but because she's a good friend, she didn't even question it. I was like, I'm going to need you to slap me in the face a couple of times just to ground me because uh, I'm afraid of eating a, ha- eating a baby burrito and some crazy mother stabbing me in the eye and ruining my Chipotle moment, my, my child Chipotle. <laughs> I walked out. I walked out. I had to call my man because I, I needed to talk to somebody who I cared about and who could ground me. So I had my neighbor there. She, we walked. We left. I was out in the hallway bullshitting with the staff at AMC about how I couldn't handle it. And as I was out in the hallway like break, practically crying about how Mother was too much for me, this girl had left a theater, one of the other movie theaters, because she couldn't handle it. It was a walk in the park for me. It was like so easy. Go see it. It, it was wonderful. I loved it. I had a great time. Um, you know, maybe, maybe my problem is I think too much. And so the psychological thrillers tap into some sort of thing in my brain, you know, because maybe, maybe those, it, it is still psychological, but on a different level. I, you know, Stephen King gives you a little bit of a break. It's still fucked up. Don't get me wrong, but the 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 visuals in correlation with the story aren't as heavy for me as the tones and the themes in Mother. And you guys probably heard me say him and mother. Well, there's a whole theory behind this movie that like it's it's about mother nature. And in our excuse me, I'm like literally going to throw up into the microphone. <laughs> They're like a movie rating with vomit. You know, Siskel and Eber give it the four stars. I give it six fluid ounces of vomit. That's my rating for Mother, if I could give a rating. They're saying that this, that the movie is about man's relationship with Mother Nature. And that's just what I read from Wikipedia. So, you know, you you never know <laughs> what's what on Wikipedia. But when I think about that, when I think about that as an idea, I'm like, okay, that that can kind of make sense. I, I get that a little bit because of how heavy and intense it is. But in the same breath, it's just, I, you know, I, what happened to Darren Aronofsky in his in his life that he thought of a scene where people are having baby sandwiches out in some lady's front lawn, just eating a baby. Just like, is anybody hungry? You guys want some tea and crackers? No, do you have a baby? <laughs> jesus christ (laughs) no 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 yeah no i I, yeah the tea and sandwiches sounds great but do you guys have like a nice uh baby souffle that we could eat uh it's already the movie the budget was 30 million it's already made 13 million and it came out about 12 days ago so that's pretty decent that's not bad for a movie that is that fucking insane um they're calling it a biblical allegory. It depicts the rape and torment of Mother Earth. Um, Javier's character is a poet. is Supposedly, a re- a, he represents God. And Michelle Pfeiffer is Eve. And Ed Harris, her husband, is Adam. And Cain and Abel characters are depicted by their sons. It's just Aronofsky's filmmaking supersedes it's film it's not a movie it's a fucking film and f- film is a type of of um i want to say movie the, a film is something that when you leave the theater you want to shit your pants or vomit so that's that's my review of mother please enter with caution go see it for sure but mother may make you shit your pants or feel like you're going and or feel like you're going to fall into the carpet and continuously fall for hours <laughs> I mean, it's just oh god, damn! I'm I'm a changed person. I you know what? And as a horror movie freak, like literally, I see everything. You guys know that. It's my favorite thing to do. I literally, back in you know a couple episodes, found a couple actors from some of my favorite horror movies. You know, I interviewed Lexi Atkins from Zombievers, which is one of my favorite creature features campy creature features um i've I've spoken about wolf cop which is a really great movie it's also a creature feature kind of like a b campy horror movie um i interviewed tyler labine from tucker and dale versus evil i I, i'm i can handle all sorts of gross i mean literally zomb beavers is a movie about beavers that turn into zombies (laughs) i can't handle a movie about mother maybe i need to call my mom Maybe I need to call Nancy and be like, hey, is there something going on we need to talk about? <laughs> oh, it just was too much. But the nice staff at AMC gave my friend and I tickets to come back. I don't think they did that for the girl in It. I think that's telling of the level of severity that the staff understood that I went through. I, I made it through, I probably made it through almost half the film. You know, I, I I had to leave. And I could I left my food, and it was the food was delicious. I, I left my food. I didn't even finish my wine. <laughs> oh, my heart was racing. And you know what? I'm blaming this on coffee. I had two cups of coffee with Chris McClure yesterday, and it's his fucking fault. That that's that's what I'm blaming it on. And, you know, I was going to just have a relaxing evening, maybe get a massage and, and go to bed. But no, 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 no. I had to go see a movie about uh, neighbors who who had to eat children for for a snack. So enjoy your life. <laughs> Enter with caution. The movie's fucking intense. And, it, you know, it, I don't even know. I, I don't. I don't think I'll finish it. I don't, I don't think I'll go back and finish it. Maybe in a few years when I've, you know, dealt with the emotional ramifications of just seeing the first 40 minutes or so. <laughs> Holy shit. Man, what a day. What, what a night. And now I'm fine. I, I woke up. I'm fine. I'm, I'm living my truth. I'm, I'm okay. And uh, I'm, I should play you guys the wheelchair guy. Who rolled up on me at the show and, and Dr. Grins? Now, let me set the this, this stage for you a little bit. I, you know, the later shows on the weekends can be a little rowdy. It can be a little rowdy and unpredictable. And, you know, Steve Martin is quoted for saying he quit comedy because of the Friday late show. Friday late shows can be uh, um, an arduous task at the least because it, people have had a long work week, they're already drunk. And they want to let loose. You know, they want to basically scream at you for the shitty week of work that they've had. And you got to fight through it. It's a little bit of... It's lion-taming. But even the Saturday late shows can be a little difficult as well. Those ones can be a little hard. But uh, this, the, this Saturday late show is on stage. I told you before. I could hear the guy in the back heckling the feature, Spencer James. And when I went on stage... This guy didn't waste any time yelling at me. He just, he he came right out with it. Well, I'll just, I'll let you guys listen to it. Here's wheelchair Jimmy coming at me. I also made a point to scream about how I wasn't pregnant at the beginning of every show. So there's that. Listen for that, and then listen for the wheelchair guy coming at me hot. Headliner? You've heard her on the Sharp Tongue podcast. She's not pregnant Uh, Let's give it for Chesley, everybody. (laughs) I got this. Calm down. Okay, I'm gonna send you his way, and I don't know if you're gonna survive this shit. Honestly, I don't know if you're gonna survive Sounds like you've got some anger issues, probably a man in a very deep cave in his backyard. I don't know if you're gonna survive but Don't start yelling, stay on my side, bitch. Don't fucking go to the dark side. Bitch, you too. You fucking too. Both of you just calm it. I should say at this point that I knew he was in a wheelchair. Because I saw him from the back of the room starting shit. So I had a little bit of an advantage, but I was playing with him because I thought that's what he wanted, you know? I didn't know what his life was like. Maybe he wanted to be played with. up, pop- up, be played with a little bit. You guys are just got married. I six days. Six days. Congratulations. I Thank love you. that shit. <laughs> <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> yeah. Love and stuff. I think that's amazing. Cheers up. Is this all the whole group? Is this a? This is my whole group. That's nice. Y'all came out. My fault, you know. I continued a little bit just because it, sometimes in a late show you gotta have fun. You gotta take some risks. If the crowd's talking to you, sometimes you gotta you gotta wrangle. You gotta do some crowd wrangling, and that's what I was doing. And uh, he he fucking wheeled up on the stage. <laughs> Jesus, so impressive. I'm gonna send a big, beautiful black woman your way to make love to your face. <laughs> Thank you. Right, and you're, tink, tink. <laughs> and then your asshole right quick. You're like, oh <laughs> <laughs> okay. now that you're behaving, what's your name, sir, that you out. know? You can answer. No, he can. I'm saying you can. I'm you... saying he can. There's so much that needs to happen with you. That's your my name is Jimmy. You are a freaking boss. Thank you, Jimmy. That's one of your bosses. Oh, thanks, Jimmy Spence was great as well. They're both wonderful. It's just that you know they won't suck your dick for sure. Spence, Saturdays he gets a little, you know, he gets out there on the limb, on the dick limb. Jimmy, you're so. Are you are a bachelor? Did you say? No, so my little brother is. Your little brother. Thanks. So quiet. Has he always been talked over by you his whole life? No. What do you do, Jimmy? I um. Like, shitty women or just, like, couches and shit? Come on up, Jimmy. Okay, so at this point, Jimmy starts to wheel himself towards the stage. Through chairs on on his wheelchair, he he made his own lane. He he wheeled right through chairs in the audience and wheeled right up to the edge of the stage. <laughs> Nobody helped the guy. Hey. Okay. where you you girl? Okay, girl. What's up, Jenny? too, brother. Thank hey. you for coming. Out. Congratulations to <laughs> the couple tonight. The in those chairs for the parking, so <laughs> I laughed so hard, he said the only reason he's in the chair is for the parking. I thought, I mean, if you're in a wheelchair and you can have that kind of sense of humor about your reality and your truth, that's the fucking essence of life right there. back and forth you know jimmy he's obviously a fella who's been dealt a shitty card in life and is a little boisterous because of it and you know what i don't hate him i don't hate him we had a great time we went back and forth he, he wheeled up to the stage about two or three more times throughout the night <laughs> and the club tried to quiet him down and then they tried to kick them out which is let me tell you That's what a club should do when people get a little crazy. But I, as a comedian who was engaging with Jimmy, made the club not kick him out. I had him and his whole friends, all of his friends stay for a while. He had a couple uh, war vets with him and his brother. And, you know, it's I'm not encouraging heckling by any stretch of the term. Uh, But I am encouraging people to have a little bit of a compassionate approach as a comedian or performer to when you do get heckled. You know, it's 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 an interesting situation and it's, and it's a, a muscle and a skill to flex and I enjoy a challenge. Uh, I don't like to be interrupted during my set. Sometimes things happen and it makes me have to work a little bit harder and I get stronger as a performer and my life is richer because I met Jimmy and honestly, I think it's great now that I can say I got rolled up on. <laughs> Jimmy just living his truth four wheels at a time, you know? He's only in it for the parking. So shout out to Jimmy for giving me a colorful evening at Dr. Grin's Comedy Club in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, You guys know, don't forget, this weekend I'm going to be in Los Angeles at Ice House in Pasadena. That's 8 p.m. show. Email me at Podcast at gmail.com to win free tickets. Also, I'm going to be at the Sacramento Punchline September 28th, 29th, and 30th. I will be FaceTiming my father live from one of the shows from stage because his birthday is the 30th. So I celebrated my birthday on stage last weekend in Grand Rapids. I'm going to celebrate my father's birthday on stage in Sacramento. So if you want to be a part of the audience that gets to call my dad... You know, just come out to a show. Also, I'm giving tickets away, just a few tickets for that show. Sharptonguepodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget Weeds Day every Wednesday on Facebook Live, my fan page. What's Weeds Day, you ask? It's a a show that I do from Facebook Live on my fan page, and I answer questions. I talk about little uh, marijuana news, marijuana strains, and I just connect with you guys. It's every Wednesday. I try to stick to 1 p.m. Pacific so I can hit the 420 or uh, 120 Pacific so I can hit the 420 time, Eastern Standard. Sometimes it fluctuates because I'm a busy bitch, but I try and get in that window either 420 on the West Coast or East Coast. So that's free. You just sign into Facebook and you just uh, watch my Facebook Live. And as always, you guys better be living your fucking truths, okay? And I'm going to be mentioning my Patreon um Members, I have a couple Patreon members that signed up for my Patreon page. That's going to be for next week, so listen for that. I'm going to be doing a Skype message with my Patreon subscribers. If you guys want more information about that, how to support the podcast, you go to patreon.com forward slash podcast. forward slash podcast. and you can become a donating member to support the podcast. And also, uh, just make sure that you guys get out there in life and grab by the balls. Don't be an asshole. Figure out your problem and fix it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. <laughs> I love you dearly. There's no way I can pay you back, but the plan is to show you that I understand.